0: I do really enjoy listening to some true gems that come out of my mouth sometimes. What was it, Kick Placer? KP. <laughs> that was one of your best. Those Otherwise your known finals. by everybody it, else as a whole I said it with so much conviction, too. The Kick Placer. <laughs> it was a fact that it was a kick placer. When I was at
1: FanFest, I uh, met a family who said they listened to the entire station, and one of their kids can recite each and every one of our opens and <laughs> the different jokes that are in it. So they always kind of have fun with uh, which one's coming up.
0: Well, we certainly uh, do our best to provide them, even if it's not on purpose. 301 on the clock Tony Gwynn Jr., Chris Elo, Matt Scraby. Just sifting through a, uh, what, Wednesday sports afternoon, uh, Padres. Day, well, I don't even can't even call them days yet, right? Because not everybody is supposed to be there. We can't officially start them calling them days until the official camp days are actually upon us. So, mostly everybody, if not everybody, is in spring training right now, putting in work. We heard from Bob Melvin earlier. We'll hear from him again later. Right now, however, we have a, a daily gambit. Scraby hit on one uh, of the bets yesterday that I thought. As we were taking it, was a ridiculous bet that we had no sure business. Um, but I, I turned out to be wrong. So let's uh, jump into the daily game. Do you like money?
2: I think about money. Oh.
0: Do you like money
1: without doing anything? Uh, duh, winning. Do you want to make money while watching sports? I think Washington is a mortal lock. Washington! woohoo! If you answered yes, this is your segment. Just don't blame us when you lose. Well, nothing is ever your fault. It's your game. Take it. Gwen and Chris go through
2: the top bets of the day in The Daily Gambit on 97.3 The Fan.
1: Daily Gambit's a daily sports betting segment here on Gwen and Chris. And Chris, the other day, maybe not the other day, a couple weeks ago, I watched The Queen's Gambit again. Great show. And you watched the whole show again? The whole show. And Even though you knew
2: everything that was going to happen?
1: You know, I I, will, I forget. And so it's a uh, it's okay. like a it's like a nice surprise when I go back and watch. But right. that's where we got the name from. The Queen's Gambit was popular when we started the segment. That's how long we've been doing it. What, like two or three now years now? I think three years.
0: What the, the Daily Gambit? Yeah, has it
1: been that long? Whenever the Queen's Gambit came out is when we started the Daily Gambit. So I'll couple go look. That up. Yeah, yeah, I'll we'll go that look that up years. later.
0: A couple yeah, years. It's not three. Years. I'm gonna go
1: look that up. <laughs> Let's start with some BR Bleacher Report betting. Now, I say gamble responsibly, and we definitely still say gamble responsibly. I'm going to say that this person did not gamble responsibly, but they ended up winning, so it worked out for them. But they put a bet down between the – it was in the game between the Wizards and the Blazers, and they had Cam Reddish to score 15-plus points and Cam Reddish to make three-plus threes – They bet $880 on this. Cam Reddish did score more than 15 points, and he did make more than uh, three threes. So the better ended up winning $10,800. But I would say, do you guys think that that's a little bit irresponsible to be putting $880 down on Cam Reddish bets? Apparently not.
0: Without question, it's irresponsible. (laughs) Thank you. Now, he he cashed in. Yeah. But... uh... That is... Um, That's interesting, Bat. Yeah. I mean, you, you've you got to be deep in the it.
1: weeds to make some Cam Reddish bets for 880
2: bucks. I don't even know what team Cam Reddish plays for. I guess the Wizards. He was the
0: Knicks at for a second. Is, who's, is he not with the Knicks? No, he, he traded in... to Portland. Ah. I had oh, that just, recently,
2: that just happened. Yeah, it was in the Washington-Portland game, so I had two choices and I got it wrong. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Uh, the other one, Chris. Apparently, you're you're a Seinfeld fan on the on the show. I know that Tony's watching, but I think Chris has watched like every episode multiple times. Probably. There apparently was an episode in 1991 where Kramer pred- predicted the Cavaliers to beat the Spurs 117 109. And so people bet this now. They bet this score anytime the two teams match up. Is that right? Yeah, that I did not know. And so this person, whoever bet, bet two dollars and sixty-one cents. I really have to know why they bet such weird amounts. But they bet two dollars and sixty-one cents on a Cavaliers scoring one hundred and seventeen points and the Spurs scoring a hundred and nine points, plus twenty-six thousand on the odds. They ended up winning this bet. $681 is what they took home. They only bet two, but it all came about because... $2? Two dollars? Two dollars. Good bet. But it all so came the about because was the of exact Seifo. score that camera uh, yes. predicted in 1991. And it's happened multiple times since then. Interesting. Yeah. But they That's crazy. That is crazy. But people bet that, and they uh, this time they won. By the way, I was looking up uh, how
2: uh, haphazard the Cam Reddish bet was. He had scored all over fifteen points only twice all season long. That is a crazy bet. Last ed. night, that is an insane. So bet why ed. would you even think to make? What that about his bet, threes? Is he because you're because you're
0: irresponsible? That's why you would think to do it.
2: He had made three threes only once all season, and that was in the season that, opener. That being said, and then last night he made four. That's there, an irresponsible. There
0: bet. are a ton of analysts, whoever you want to, however you want to say it, that. Think cam reddish's potential is through, through, the, roof. through the roof yeah which hey, is why he's been traded i think three or four yeah, times now. apparently he doesn't
2: work too hard one of those oh
1: guys. i see i see but he's got talent all right so i guess well,
2: last night he felt like playing and this better knew it that he felt like playing
1: i, I would know. check into cam reddish to see what's going I don't, on i don't
0: right know there. that's uh that's certainly not the team you want to come in not playing with, with Dame, Dame Lillard over there. You might want to have your stuff together. He'll be in your face real quick. I have a feeling he would. Uh, last one from Bleacher Report Betting,
1: but uh, there were reports that the DraftKings Sportsbook right before the Super Bowl took a $150,000 bet on the coin toss or the Chiefs to win the coin toss. Chiefs did win the coin toss, but, I mean, that right there is some major...
0: Guts again, irresponsible. One
1: hundred fifty grand. I take that on back. The Chiefs winning.
0: If you're a um, hundred millionaire, maybe.
1: If you're betting that, you got the money. I'm assuming. I, I hope. I certainly hope so. It's like someone's life savings on the on the Chiefs <laughs> on, a, on a coin flip too. At that, the I, thing uh, is,
2: is if you bet on the game, you at least get four hours right. of action. This is you it. You bet on a coin flip; it happens in less than a second and a half. Yeah. That's that's a lot that's, of money that's in, not, that, that's, in a very short amount of time. I need my
0: money to at least be mine for a little bit longer than a coin flip. <laughs> oh, yeah. man. That's why I wouldn't bet on the coin flip. <laughs> I can't even Before imagine.
1: <laughs> Jeez. That would be crazy. over here hurting I, right I now. Am. I am. I can't wrap my head around <laughs> it. Um, so to the bets that we made last night, the first one was a first basket bet and it was for Kawhi Leonard of the Clippers to score the first basket of the game against the Warriors. Chris and I, or Chris and Tony said no. I said Kawhi would. Dante DiVincenzo of the Warriors made the first basket a three-pointer. Now, here is where I hit big because the Wizards and the Trailblazers, we've already talked about them once, the first basket was needed to be scored by Bradley Beal. Uh, Chris said Dame Lillard scores the first basket. I look, Chris, he missed the floating runner before so he had a chance he had a chance tony and i both said no but bradley bill did score the first Wait, tony and i both game.
0: said no how are you gonna get it right if you said no i said no he wouldn't oh i hit because i brought the bet yeah, he's just excited
2: said... that he brought up the idea of the bet yeah. he didn't oh you didn't,
1: a- you didn't actually vote for the bet no because i said Kawhi would do it and he wouldn't like an idiot
0: so you don't get credit for that
1: i get credit for that that's He's ridiculous. Credit for I it. brought the bet.
0: This whole time leading into this show, I thought that you actually said yes. You said no, just like I did. Okay, well, Tony, te- check your sheet.
1: Tony's yes, I just changed it, it to yes. <laughs> nice now, going, Scraby. Thank Very you. <laughs> thank you. Plus A plus 880 for our last parlay. It was Bucks to beat the Celtics by 11 or more, Raptors <clears throat> on the spread, six points, and Clippers to win by 11 or more. <clears throat> the Bucks won by six. Raptors did win by m- more than six but it didn't matter because the Bucks lost. And then the Clippers won by 10. They need two more points to they beat that. They didn't make it either. Yeah, so that's what we did yesterday. Now, two tonight. San Diego State in Fresno taking on the Bulldogs. San Diego State an eight-point favorite in this game. 8 p.m. start tonight. Late starts, man.
2: Yeah, but that's not really late anymore because it seems like all of their games start at 8 o'clock, or at least a lot of them recently. Yeah. What do you think, Chris? Well, I already told you my concern. Justin Hudson is uh, the coach of Fresno State. He's a longtime assistant at San Diego State, but I think the Aztecs are just too good for this team. So eight points they ought to be able to cover this. I'll take the Aztecs.
1: All right, Tony, where are you at with this one? I'm taking
0: the Aztecs, baby.
1: Taking the Aztecs. Are you going to um, be the contrarian? No, no, because I took the SX last time, and it ended up working out well, so I'm going to take him again. All right. Um, Can we do one more college basketball game? Uh, yes, just hold on. Hold okay. on. All right. Oh, I put it in the wrong spot. Oh, here, here's what I wanted to do with there this one. There you go. Sorry. that, that Catch back up. It threw me off a little bit, but we'll move the college one up. Alabama and Tennessee are playing each other tonight. Alabama, the number one team in the country. Tennessee, the 10th ranked team in the country. They are at home, and they are three-point favorites, Chris.
2: Yeah, so you can get the number one team in the country, and you can get points. That's kind of crazy. That is crazy, and that's why I'll take Tennessee. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll about give to the say. three points. The better, the, the, these odds makers
0: know. I mean, Tennessee at home, they're
2: likely to win this game. So I'll take Tony? them
0: That's the same thing I was taking Thinking uh, Braden's apprentice Other school <laughs> no, Tennessee Falls. school
2: Between Braden And, and uh, Scraby. Scraby We got every school In the country covered <laughs> <What> was
1: that? <laughs> that was me Rolling my eyes audibly huh. Uh, I'm going to choose Alabama. In You're going to go with Alabama. Number one team th-
2: in the country. The fun thing about that is that game starts at 4 o'clock, so we can actually follow Oh, and that.
0: it's on oh, ESPN2. Oh, oh, we'll we able, get ESPN2. Oh, oh, we're so going to be doing some trash we'll talking in that. here. Yeah.
1: All right, here's what I want to do with this one. Uh, uh, someone put or made a three-league parlay bet back on May 30th, and it was predicting Argentina to win the World Cup, the Chiefs to win the Super Bowl, and they still have an outstanding leg of this parlay which is the nuggets to win the NBA title it's plus 217,250 on the odds but the cash out it's kind of criminal in my opinion this person put $5 down right now if they win everything and the nuggets win they get $10,800 but the cash out is $800 would you take the cash out tony mm. So wait, wait.
2: So basically 800?
0: they bet 2 $5, right? They bet $5. They right. hit How on much the, can they
2: cash they, out on right now? They $800.
0: On, yeah. $808. Yeah. yeah.
2: No. That's not life-changing money. No. 27 200 they get 217,000 if it No if no the no. They get, no they they only 5, get
0: 10,000. Right? 10,000. Like 10,867.
1: Yeah. They bet $5 total. And if they cash out, they're making seven hundred and ninety-five dollars. I don't know that the, I mean, the Nuggets are a good team, but do you think they're winning the NBA title? They, good this year,
0: they have as good a shot as anybody.
1: I think they're a Final Four team, so I think you got yourself
2: a shot. They should make the Western Conference Finals.
0: I mean, eight hundred dollars, seven fifty or seven seven ninety-five, whatever you said it was, right? Seven ninety-five, yep. seven ninety-five. That's eight hundred minus five. <sighs> I don't think. I think I'm a. I think I'm a.
1: For I think I'm gonna grand. let it roll. Uh, I'm gonna let
0: this roll right here. Take I'm gonna
1: cash out. I'm gonna. Cash You're gonna take out. your eight
0: hundred dollars. Go home. Well, you need it. I do. That's why I'm cashing out. <laughs> yeah, in my so situation. we don't know
2: this person. Maybe they really need eight hundred bucks, but eight hundred dollars—that's barely enough to fly you home to wherever you live.
0: That is true. Yeah, that's, yeah that's, that's not even one well way. It may be one round. way.
1: The Nuggets are at plus twenty-two hundred before the season, so they weren't even predicted to win
0: anyway. Um, that's where the majority of his money's coming oh, yeah, from in his the bet.
2: Chiefs in Argentina
1: were kind of solid
2: favorite yeah. favorites yeah. or close to it.
0: All right, a couple more.
1: The Heat and the Nets tonight. Since I've already hit on a first basket bet, Bam Adebayo is the first basket in this one. Plus four twenty for it. I'm going to say he does it. No Ryan shot. Adebayo?
0: Nobody starts a game and dumps it down to the big man and says, "Hey, post up down there."
2: This is they used to do that in the eighties. <laughs> give
1: it to Kareem. This is this shot's going
0: but up. This somehow. is
2: forty years ago.
0: Somebody's you know, it could,
2: people could
1: miss shots, and that's how the first point is scored. Understood. Uh, yeah, that's, that's understood. A good point, it's not Kareem. the first shot at the basket. It's the, the first, first one to make a yeah. basket, right? Yeah. yeah.
0: Nets. Oh yeah. You know what? Maybe. You're going with this I name? I think I might go with it,
1: actually.
2: All right. He's going with it, Chris. Jimmy Buckets is not giving the ball up. <laughs> his name is Jimmy Buckets. I'll take uh, no on this one.
1: I'm not even going to bring the other first basket back because I have never heard of this guy in my life. Mark Williams? I've never heard of this guy <laughs> in my life. <laughs> why
2: did you uh, put it down in the first place? I was uh,
1: putting it there in case we needed something because now we're going to talk about the Genesis Open. Yes. Golf. I've been dying oh, to talk about good. this. Thank you. Rory McIlroy plus nine fifty on the odds to win. He that's is it? yeah he's t- tied. That's for-
2: ridiculous. That's that's gouging. <laughs> My goodness, nine and a half to one for a golfer to win a tournament with a hundred players in it. Yeah, yeah, that's ridiculous. That's that's not enough money.
1: Chris is upset. <laughs> I'm
2: really mad at that. that. That's how Vegas makes its money. They they shortchange you on the bet. That should be like uh, twenty to one. For his a odds guy are now in the tournament.
1: His his odds, the live odds are now plus eight fifty. So he, he went down. Went down. <laughs> <betting> on him. <laughs> he's actually the second favorite. John Rahm is the first favorite at plus eight hundred. John Rahm is a baller. Yeah, Tiger Woods, not. I believe, is uh, he's like a hundred to one. Yeah, that's what I thought he was a hundred to one. Yeah, I, that would be wishful thinking to bet on
2: Tiger. Where's
0: my guy at? Where's he at? Uh, Schafley, Scheffler, or Schafley? Oh, Scheffler.
1: Shoffley is plus eighteen hundred, and Scheffler, he may not be. Oh, he's third, plus eleven hundred. He's a yeah, he's third best. Scheffler's hot, hot too. Tony Finau, 1800 and then here's my dark. I'm always horse. worried
0: about his ankle.
1: And this guy, yeah, me too. <laughs> this guy is not really a dark horse anymore. But Max Homa, plus two thousand to win. He won it in 2021, and he grew up playing this golf course. He's from Cali, right? He's from he like the in L.A. San Diego. Area. Yeah, he did. So, won in San Diego just a couple of weeks ago, plus two thousand for him, it's not really a dark horse anymore because he's winning. But that's, but
2: that's at least fair odds. You're getting some, you're getting a
1: payback. I mean, Rory, Mac, Rory McIlroy
2: nine fifty. Yeah, that's crazy. That is kind of crazy. I'll take Max Homa for two thousand, and I'll also put some money down on Xander, Shoffley.
1: What about JJ Spawn plus twenty two thousand five well, hundred? Can I get an Aztec
2: package? <laughs> and I'll give Spahn? you that. <laughs> well, who, for for one two for one two. No, I just want. I'm betting on either of them to win it. I'm betting on an Aztec to win the tournament. So I'm, I get I get both Spawn and Aztec package, I'm as making he my called own it. I'm making my own parlay here.
1: Uh, he is, but that works. That works. Yeah, um, it's a Aztec right. package That's to it win for in LA. The daily gambit for today. All right, very good. Hey, by the way, Netflix has a new PGA Tour show out.
0: Oh, this it's good. Uh, uh, we need. Can we, we're going to talk okay. about this a little bit. Let's What's talk about called? this.
1: Final swing. Mm, so good that you
2: can't even name. <laughs> the title I'm not good like
0: at it. names. Let's get to break. When we come back, we may get into this PGA talk a little bit, but we definitely will talk about Rob Manfred's statement about uh, some of these teams and their television deals. Morgan and Chris on the way. Here's some traffic.
1: All right,
2: welcome back. It is 324. Chris, hello. Tony Gwynn, Jr. Matt's great, but we know that we're going to be able to listen to Padre baseball all season long right here on 97.3 The Fan. Uh, I became a little concerned Earlier today, about where I'm going to be able to watch Padre Baseball on television, Bally Sports Network evidently defaulted on a major piece of loan money that they owed. Whatever the terminology is, somebody will correct me, but... I'm sure someone <laughs> yes, will correct I'm you. Yes, I'm sure they will. <laughs> At Matt Scraby, if you want to correct me. Just bug him about it. He'll pass it along to me. Oh, I will. Happily. Happily. But, yeah, so I'm like, wait, what's going on with Bally Sports? Now, apparently Major League Baseball stepping in here and saying, don't worry about it. Everybody will be able to watch their home team games in their hometown market just as before. Tony, do you have anything you can add to this? Because I know you're on Bally Sports every now and again.
0: Yes, uh no, I have nothing else to report. <laughs> <laughs> you got
2: nothing else to report. I got
0: nothing else other than uh all the local markets regardless of what Bally or whoever their principal owner is at this point. Diamond. Diamond. Okay. Uh, bright, uh, no like matter no matter what they decide to do in terms of that bill, Major League Baseball is is basically saying you will get your games in your local market regardless of that. Yeah. So,
2: you know, what's amazing. Like every single Padre game is on except for the national. Like the odd national game or the Peacock broadcast. Remember those on yes. Sunday mornings? Yes. I where nobody can is. find it anywhere and everybody's upset and they call and complain to Adam Klug as if it's somehow his problem. <laughs> but um there used to be the thought throughout sports. That you didn't want to put your home team games on television because then people would stay away from the ballpark. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? I mean, for years and years and years growing up, I didn't know what Dodger Stadium looked like on television because growing up in L.A., I never saw a Dodger game on from Dodger Stadium. Right? They never televised a game. The only games they showed were away games. So it was very, very odd You know, if they made the World Series or something, then they would locally show a Dodger game. But I assume people growing up in San Diego had the same experience that you'd really never got to see a game from the old San Diego Stadium because they didn't telecast any local any local games.
0: Uh, real, Real quick, we talked about a little bit about the base earlier. We. Scraby's Scraby's actually got an unedited version of what the base base actually looks like. Uh, John Shea, who's one of the baseball's national writers. Thank goodness for John Uh,
2: Shea, old uh, colleague of mine at the Daily Aztec. That's right.
0: He actually has a a video uh, of uh, Joe Martinez. I'm not sure who Joe Martinez is, but he's giving kind of a – this is on a big league field doing kind of a tutorial of – the base he has the other base on top of it um and you can kind of really see the difference between the two it's, and it's really
2: not that it's bad. not
0: that bad it's not going to be that crazy it's still 90 feet from home to first right um after that i'm not sure if it changes because of the dimensions but uh, i know that was something we talked a little about a little bit about yesterday if that 90 feet was still to be true, right? It's going to still
2: be 90 feet, but it'll be a little closer from first to second base by like a few inches. It'll be a little closer from second to third base by a few inches. And then it, I'm sure it'll be 90 feet from third base to home. You know, Yonder Alonso brought up an interesting point yesterday. We talk about these bases and how what they're going to have their, um, their impact on base running and stolen bases and whether or not teams will try some more stolen bases and It'll be safer because there'll be more room to step on the bag for a first baseman and a runner. But Yonder Alonso brought up the fact that he thinks some of these double play combinations at short and second defensively are going to turn some fabulous double plays because they're going to have more base to step on he, when they're trying to turn two. I thought that was an interesting point. I hadn't thought of that. He said a
0: couple of interesting the other thing he said that was interesting that I've been talking about with Jesse for a while with the, with the no shifts now, yeah. you can no longer have that... You, Probably aren't going to have that six five six four second baseman out there. No, that that you put out there, and you know you let the analytics kind of do the job for you. You're going have to have to put some dudes who can actually have some range, can get to balls, can turn that double now. It should be more fun. There should actually it, yes. be more
2: athletic plays yes. made.
0: That I mean, when's the last prior to to this year? When was the last time you've seen a Jeter play? Like in the hole, jump throw across. He's already
2: standing there. (laughs) You don't see it.
0: Yeah. The one
2: play I remember from last year was in the Philly game, uh, the first round of the first game of the championship series, or maybe it was a Dodger game, but somebody Mm -hmm. hit a line drive, one hopper into the four point (laughs) five hole, (laughs) whatever you'd call that, between first and second. The short right fielder made that. Oh yeah, 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 yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Going in the hole. Play. Uh, short hop through the guy Dodgers I or Phillies? I can't remember if it was
2: Dodgers or Phillies, but I I was never really a big proponent about having to eradicate the shift because I always thought you know what the hitters just have to figure out a way to beat it. But after I started seeing line drive after line drive get picked up in short right field and then batters thrown out, I thought that was tremendously unfair. Yeah, I mean playing a short right fielder. It was. It basically was basically the guys would just rope the ball between first and second. It would one hop right into the second baseman's glove in the middle of right field. And that field. used that
0: used to be like a cool thing to see because it yeah. w- it happened once in a blue moon. It usually was a pitcher right. or somebody who was just extremely slow, but it didn't happen very often. Yeah. Then man. it got to the point where you had like guys sitting in like short right, yeah. trying to throw somebody out at first base.
2: Yeah. So now you're to have your you can't you got to have two guys on each side of the infield. You also have to have a foot. On the dirt is that not correct, Tony?
1: You can't you can't stand in short right can't field. can stand in the grass. Second baseman. It's funny you mentioned this. Adam sent me a text this morning with a diagram of what some teams are discussing as to what they're going to do with the shift, and it. Would be the third baseman is going to be as far back as the third baseman can go. The center fielder is going to have to cover all of left field. And then the left fielder is going to come and play behind where the second baseman plays. Ladies and gentlemen,
0: what? that is not a diagram that any team is thinking about what are you using. are
1: talking about? No, they were saying that the, the, this is a Cubs reporter that was uh, putting this together. I see. Well, tell them to go back. Wait, to so wait. Doing wait, what wait he, I'll, I'll show you the me. diagram. So, so what, what it is is because you have to have. Two infielders on each side of second base, Correct. and they have to be on the dirt. Correct. So you can't just move the second baseman into shallow right field. Okay. So what you're going to do is you're going to take your left fielder, put move him in him shallow, shallow right, 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 have the third baseman play with their heels on the dirt or on the on the grass, and then the center fielder move over along with the right fielder.
0: Oh, yeah. yeah sure. They should try that. They the should basically try that. They should try Two
1: outfielders. They should but, try it. Yeah, but what's – I mean – they're they're getting rid of the shift for a reason. You you need the shift. No, that I'm saying
0: bad. I'm saying they should try it so it could fail. Oh, just miserably? miserably,
1: Just have someone bloop one to left field. Yeah, and... <laughs> I, I would
0: be blown away. I would I would guess that you would see almost emotion from infielders before you saw that configuration. Meaning, you get an infielder start like. On the right side of second base, let's say a shortstop. He stands on, on his side, just on his side of second base. <laughs> and then when, the and then when the pitch is thrown, is he, throws, sprints? he sprints over. I think that would happen before that configuration right there. We'll see. There's going to be going to be some teams that try some stuff in spring training. So that,
2: Scraby says they're going to move the left fielder into short right field and then just play two outfielders, right center and left center. Yeah. Trying to find this yeah, uh,
0: thing so I can read, read it. Often.
2: Maybe in the ninth inning. but then uh, Now, in the ninth whoop. inning, are you going to be allowed to bring the fifth infielder in? You know how teams do that normally? Like one out, bottom of the ninth, tie game, winning run at third base. You bring in five infielders. Are you going to be allowed to do that anymore?
0: I, it's a good question.
2: I think that's got to be something. I we got to call Jesse. Jesse knows. <laughs> Jesse Adler's sitting there yelling at the radio right now. He goes, he knows the answer to this.
1: So I, I just retweeted the diagram that is yeah. is wow. not a great picture, but it is from someone who is verified. And... It's it's the teams can't play with the Sometimes
0: shift. I think Major League Baseball coaches mess with writers all the time. Like, they <laughs> put this diagram together. It's like, I don't yeah, see you know, we're thinking taking, about trying this. I don't
2: see people taking their left fielder out. But in a situation in the bottom of the ninth inning, are you going to be allowed to have a fifth infielder, which teams do regularly, to try to keep the winning run from scoring? That I don't know. Jesse knows.
0: And extra innings you're talking?
2: No, bottom of the ninth or, you know, whatever. Like tie game, Padres are at bat. They got the winning run on third base. There's less than yeah, two. Yeah, listen, I don't think teams they're... will bring an outfielder in to play the fifth infield spot. Are th- you going to be allowed to do? I that? I think
0: that'll be fine, right? Because the rule is that both that the infielders have to be on the select slides. It doesn't say anything about you bringing an outfielder. So you can bring an outfielder. In. I think you can do that. All right, let's so. make sure. We should do that. Call the other, Jesse. real quick, because we definitely we are just running late today. The, the Uh-oh. other, the other thing that we Scrappy's not screaming. At he's us. not, but I was he, a he was a part of the conversation. His, he so. he well, I was trying to find thing. that diagram. The other thing is uh, that they did change, which I am so so thankful for, is you will no longer see position players pitching um, before. I think it's ten runs, ten run game, ten run game, and I believe uh, there's two different... Two different pieces of this rule. 10-run game. Gosh, you don't have to pull it up again. But I know 10 runs is one. Like you They're won't...
2: trying to keep that at a minimum yes. this year is position players pitching. So they've put some uh, oh, the more apo- stringent that, rules. So if
0: you're up 10, right, or you're down 10, you can um, use, a use a position player. player. if, and if you're, you're up by 8. Up by 8, you, can use, you a can use a
2: position player. But I don't think too many people are going to use a position pitcher when you're up, up by 8. No, no. That's not necessarily a... A I am so happy about that position. rule, yeah. seeing position players. See that's, position players pitch. It's not baseball. They're trying to take that out of the game. All right. Scraby needs to take us out of this segment. Coming up next, rate the radio call.
0: 342. Tony Gwynn, Jr., Chris Sello. Matt Scraby, did you know that now you can listen to all your favorite teams, station shows, and even podcasts, all on the Odyssey app? Download it now. Gwen and Chris got a rate the radio call coming right your way. Let's check traffic first.
2: From the really, really good.
1: Back to the wall. It's good. Home run, Derby. And there will be tomorrow. To the really, really bad. Burrow rolls oh, to the right. He throws. It's caught. <laughs> Nixon streaking down the sideline to the 20. Gets oh, a block from Chase baby. and runs it into the end. <laughs>
2: We got some radio calls. Gwen and Chris are going to rate them.
1: right-handed hitter back in there. Strasburg
2: ready to go. It's rate the radio call. The 1-2 pitch slider. Strike three. Goal. A no-hitter. On 97.3 The Fan.
1: You know, I had a Instagram message the other day at Matt Scraby, and they asked me, what if Bengals guy Dave Lapham – ever hears you guys just brutally tearing apart his calls and i replied and i said we are brutally tearing around his or tearing his calls apart we are celebrating dave lapham and how
0: good he is we have named
2: job. him a hall of famer
0: yes he is a hall
1: of famer correct
2: for all <laughs> the wrong reasons but he's
0: still a hall of famer, yes correct, <laughs> correct nonetheless listen uh the fact of the matter is we have learned to uh enjoy the call but when we were first doing the rate the radio call for seriousness and like it still is a yeah. still. A, I would. I wouldn't suggest any other color guy do what he does. I, no, I wouldn't. That's either. got
2: to be something that he and the play-by-play guy have worked worked out and agreed upon ahead of time. That's his stick. There's not too many play-by-play guys that would allow that.
0: Yeah. No. That that would. I. I I'm, it, I'm and positive and the that that would end it. in a fist fight in some cases. Yeah. The reason they don't
2: allow it is it doesn't sound very good. But I think Dave Lapham, now we've kind of come to realize
0: that's That's, that's part of it, now. yeah,
2: for sure. So, I mean, he does it on pretty much every call where something good happens for the Bengals.
1: We would gladly invite Dave Lapham on the show. Maybe I should get Dave Lapham on get the show. Get him on. All right. Get him on. We'll talk to that's him about the his shtick. We'll go we'll, – <laughs> what if he goes – that's not shtick. <laughs> well, then they'll have an awkward It's going to be awkward. <laughs> we'll, we'll have ourselves a new, uh, a new open to play yes. the open of the show. All right. So we're going to start with an NBA call here, and there is a lot going on. It's uh, The Kings are the ones with the ball, and the score is 114-112. This happened over the weekend, so I'm not sure who they're playing, but... Here is the call from the Kings Radio Network.
2: Fox will let the ball roll, picks it up, just short of the midcourt line. Docks the dribble ahead, beats Sabonis, back to the basket, right
0: elbow. Dribble handoff goes to Herter, takes the three in the right wing, being crowded by Bullock, hands it back to Fox. Goes left, goes right, in the lane. He's fouled, but there's no call. Misses the
2: shot.
1: Sabonis with a putback, scores and ties it at 114 apiece.
0: So, a lot going on there. Can I hear that one more time? Because I swore he said he somebody shot the ball, and then all of a I sudden. I he
2: said they shot a three-pointer, <laughs> go, go run that oh, back one more time. It was a pass fox will let the ball roll picks it up just short of the midcourt line got the dribble ahead beats sabonis back to the basket right elbow dribble handoff goes to herter takes the three in the right wing being crowded by bullock hands it back to fox goes left goes right in the lane he's
1: fouled but there's no goal missed the shot sabonis with a putback scores and ties it at 114 apiece You're right he did say said take, he, he never, said takes the three takes the three but didn't Say a rebound happened or anything like he that. He must have said fakes the
0: three. Maybe he said fakes. Uh, the three. It sounded uh, sure like he sounded oh, like he said takes. The yeah, three. yeah, it had to be it because there Cause was no rebound or anything no. at all. Yeah, no, that wouldn't. Um, let's
1: out. start with you today, Chris. One to okay. ten, rate that radio
2: call. Well, I was going to give him a ten until he told me that there was a foul and no call.
0: <laughs> that, <laughs> that cost him. That's that an, cost an opinion, right there. Time. Yeah, that's your opinion. <laughs>
2: uh, I, I don't need that. I mean, you can say he took a hit or something like that, or he, there was contact, yeah. puts the shot up, no good, rebound, basket. That would have been a perfect call. He had very good detailed man description of the ball rolling up the floor, picked up just on just, uh, this side of the timeline, and then all of the plays and the passing. I mean, I was... I was doing a pretty good job of following it, but when he told me there was a foul and no call, that to me was his opinion being injected into a play-by-play call, which I don't agree with. So I'm going to give it a six because it's going to it's going to Wow, gonna drop dropped him much. four. Yeah, it drops you that much. You, 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 that's not your job right now to tell me whether. Now, after the play, you could say, I was surprised there wasn't a foul call right, there. Right. But as you're calling the play, I don't see that... Uh, that working very well. Mm. Didn't like that. Wow, six. Yeah, yeah. it's only a six. Tony?
0: Cutting down four. Uh <laughs> hey, first, I gave him a 10 to begin <laughs> with. First of all, um, I think my man has clearly done some auctioning. Um, <laughs> no because, kidding. Because <laughs> he was on almost – I could see the play pretty clearly. Once I figured out he said fakes the three and not takes the three. Yeah. Um, I won't dock him as much uh, for the opinion insertion. I'll put that uh I give him a. I give him a seven and a half. Seven, seven and, and a half. half. It was pretty man. good
2: play by play, I will say that. I mean, not often
0: Not often in a basketball game have we done a call where all of those details from the dribble handoff, right. all of that, where we are in the court, like all of that with was put names. out there with names. Yeah. Yeah. So uh yeah, he gets get a seven it shows and a
1: half. it can be done. It does show it
0: can be done. All right, Tony sent me this
1: along with a lot of other listeners sent me this for Rate the Radio call. It was a Northern Arizona and Portland State game. This was amazing. And Portland State was up by one, or they are up by one in this call with just a few seconds to go. Full length p-
0: of the court right here. Desperation
1: I go. play. Here it is. Uh, Northern Arizona is going to get the ball first. I need to put this up. My bad. It's the baseline to the left. Here's the baseball pass high up into the air.
2: It's caught! Oh my goodness! I can't believe what I just saw. So what he, did he see? It's, that's what that's my problem at the moment. Is that it? That's it. That's, that's what the you whole sent call me. Oh, I didn't I, I, me. I
1: assumed it was gonna be more. No, you sent me that that was it. Here, let's do it one more time. Well, it's good either he way. He runs
2: the baseline to the left. Here's the baseball pass high
1: up into the air. It's caught! Oh, my goodness! <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe what I just saw! <laughs> and then it goes silent. So that's going to have to be. But here's what happened. He threw the baseball pass. The guy caught it. Falling away, just threw it up like he, had, he was just trying to get a, pa- a shot off. Sure. And it went in, and okay. that's when he said, I don't believe it! Okay, no, he so... 10.
0: I, I hate to do this because I, I'm I'm sure he would go on to explain it, but we gave him a nice little bit of time there to explain what exactly he saw. It was like seven seconds. <laughs> it was silence. So, I mean, because I'm in the car listening to this game, I still I assume we the team I'm rooting for just won. <laughs> yeah, right. But I don't know. <laughs> I know That's that a it was point. I know he ran the baseline. That was per- a baseball pass that was high. You assume that goes full length of the court, and then screaming. Should we hear it one more time? One more time. He
2: runs the baseline to the left. Here's the baseball pass high up into the air. It's caught!
1: Oh, my goodness! <laughs>
2: I can't <laughs> believe what
0: Scramers. I just saw! Is that a radio call? Do we know? Uh, yes, it is. Uh, I, I got to give him a three on this. Wow, Chris, I don't know what happened. No,
1: no, you're right. You're right. Because he says, I can't believe what I just saw, and then doesn't tell Tell anybody what they just saw. Chris, one to 10 rate that radio call. A half? Ah, (laughs) A half of a point. Yeah. What about the excitement? That's what I'm giving him the half for.
2: He'd get a zero if he wasn't excited. What
1: about information delivery? Dude, there's what no inf-
2: delivery there. The only thing we know is that we think his team won the game, but we have no idea. We don't even know if it was a tip, whether it was caught, whether it bounced. We don't know anything. We don't know how it happened. And he never said that they made a basket. No. He says We nothing. have to assume that they made a basket, but we have no idea that they did or didn't. It was so good. I mean, what if the ball bounced
0: it? off the defender's head and went in? That'd be some good information to know at that point. I can't believe it just bounced off of his head and went in. That would have even been
2: money. And plus he said, I can't believe what I just saw, which leads me to believe, what did you just (laughs) Just saw? (laughs) (laughs) What? (laughs) What was it? Yeah, sorry, uh, I totally. can't. His excitement yeah. was really good, but the, that's the I half can't,
0: of point. I, he gets. I I feel I, I gotta give him a three. Like I can't go any higher than that. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I literally don't know. I mean, if I didn't see the play on TV and and I how it went down, so
1: I really can't picture anything.
0: Yeah, I can't picture it. I loved his either. excitement. Though. I
1: did too. I did too. All right. Imagine
0: if he said he tips it in and I can't. Like, then he did all that. It would have been a 10. It would have been a 10.
1: You're right. You're right. But Northern Arizona, the Lumberjacks, everybody, they yeah. ended up winning that game 87 86. Here all is right. the final call Northwestern and Purdue. Northwestern, it's been a long time since Northwestern's beat Purdue. So here is the final call of the game from Purdue, or I'm sorry, from Northwestern Radio. To go. Here's a length of the court pass. Edie cashes it. Lost it. Barry's got it. Nine seconds to go. Ty Barry protecting the ball. Purdue's back in a foul. And for the first time ever, the Northwestern Wildcats have knocked off
0: the number one team in the country. They have defeated the Purdue Boilermakers. 64 to 58.
1: And the fans have scored the court, as we expected here at Welsh Ryan Arena.
2: Ah, uh, wild day! This 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 brings tears to my eyes, man. To watch this, I love. Uh, uh,
1: I love the I love the uh, guys who have been there their entire lives, and the, just Northwestern yeah. basketball is their thing. Yeah, uh, Tony, you're up first. One to ten, rate that
0: radio call. Can I hear it one more time. Yes.
1: To go. Here's a length of the court pass. Edie cashes it. Lost it.
0: Barry's got it. Nine seconds to go.
1: Tyberry protecting the ball. Purdue's not gonna foul. And for the first time ever, the Northwestern Wildcats have not saw the number one. Team
0: the- I give it a I give it a seven. A, seven. I, I a give, seven. I give it a seven. Uh there could have been a little more detail in terms of where he was dribbling it out for, him. but I I recognize that in that type of win, when you see that it's sealed, he, he gave me enough detail to know what was going on. Give it a seven,
1: Chris.
2: I'm gonna go nine. Oh I, wow! I really like the guy's emotion at the very end. That that sent, that gave me an extra point at the end. And the the color guy actually saying that, that watching this brings tears to my eyes. Yeah, that's how much it meant to him. He's obviously probably been doing color for hundred years, or the play-by-play guy—they've been doing this for a long time, and never really seen a win like that. Um, I, and you know me—I'm a stickler for a description of where yeah, the I'm ball surprised. is. Yeah, I'm surprised, but not in this case. To be honest with you, um, I'm assuming that had I been listening to the game, I would have known they were up by six points. I would have known that they're in pretty good shape to win the game. Yeah, the call was, and cut they stole—they stole, they stole the, pass. the last play, last gas. So they yeah. obviously had the ball with nine seconds left. I didn't need to know where it was. I just needed to know that Purdue wasn't fouling, which he told me. And then I knew that they had pulled off the upset. So I'm giving him a higher grade than you would expect.
1: All right. So I think that was a pretty good round of radio calls today. Very good. That's it. Uh, Next. Chris, are you ready? No. You're not ready? I think we had a one and done yesterday for contestants. I didn't like that. I didn't like that. You loved it. I did because all my questions are still there. So if you want to play... 833-288-0973. Eight three three two eight
2: eight zero nine seven three. 288 Chris versus the fans.